Awaken Beauties, finally, it's here. The truth to empower women to true inner beauty through a healthy mind and inner biology. I am your hostess, Cassandra Keel, a 20-year salon owner, organic beauty product formulator, positive mind management, and clinical hypnotherapist. And I am here to help you stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. Sponsored by evokebeauty.com. E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com. Now, let's get to it. Welcome to the Waken Beauty Podcast. Now, without a doubt, we can say that the last two years have been somewhat of a traumatic experience. And at the core, I've been doing a lot of research around specifically around high achieving women and entrepreneurial stress disorder. That's right. I coined that name myself, but also the intersection of also how this hijacked brain, which also is experienced often by those with ADHD. So I thought I'd bring in today this polyvagal nervous system concept, and I'm going to be going deeper into this in some other podcasts and some of my own private teachings within my group program. But I wanted to just bring this up because I think it's really fascinating how this comes into the nervous system of high achieving women and often those that have neurodiversity. Now, we're slowly thawing out from these past experiences over the year and a half. And quite frankly, for me, and I think for many, they've been truly transformational in a good way, right? I think about the precious stone that gets, you know, compressed to turn into that beautiful, beautiful diamond. So consider yourself a diamond, my friend, because I want to applaud you for what you have been through and continue to wake up every day and confront in your personal life and family and, and work situations. But, you know, ironically, we're seeing more and more messaging around productivity, especially, you know, after and around new year, everything is about how you can measure your success and let things go and and gain more in your productivity. Now, even though I help individuals that are high achieving or may have ADHD, I will never be a coach that brings people into how to be more productive because what's productive to you is very different for what's productive to me and at what cost. And this is what I am going to be speaking more about in future podcasts, especially around the polyvagal theory and trauma is at what cost, right? So we feel that we should be able to conquer all of those lingering projects, cluttering our homes or perhaps in our mind. But by the end of the day, we're completely overwhelmed and fatigued and feeling really bad and guilty about not getting to our list. And that's why productivity is really not the answer. It's really about clarity. And what is that one thing that you maybe want to accomplish today? Because if we stay in that ruminating mind of everything that we want to get done, we get nothing done. And our to-do list actually seemed to just grow. And we're left beating ourselves up asking, what's wrong with me? And I'm here to say there's nothing wrong with you. And the weariness that you're feeling right now is real. 
and it stems from stress, which affects that alertness and that what we call arousal pathways of the mind. Unique aspects of the ADHD brain further impair the ability to regulate those channels. And so whether you're really in this downstream spiral of maybe feeling really stressed or quite frankly, just have a lot of different coping mechanisms that help you. And you perhaps may think that you may have ADHD diagnosed or not. It really doesn't matter, but we're going to talk about stress and the emotional regulation and the polyvagal nervous system in a really interesting way. So here is why you can't get anything done right now, or feels like you can't get anything done. And here's a couple primers around the brain and the neurobiology of the ADHD brain. Now everyone experiences stress uniquely as well as ADHD and the chaos and intensity of what's going on in our world. And I often tell my clients that we're experiencing elevated frequency rates, meaning the world and the frequency in the world is traveling very, very fast. So that's why it's so important to have grounding techniques. So as everything around us continues to move and to shift, and we are called to move and shift more quickly. If you ride that wave, it's much easier and to feel through the emotion that it is to try to suppress it. Right? So some people feel like they're barely treading water where working hard, just flat out, just doesn't work. You'll just try to stay afloat. Now, women with ADHD are typically marginalized groups and they're accustomed to facing a lot of societal pressures and demands well before this whole stress of the last two years have come about. Um, and they just tend to mask their much of their life. Quite frankly, they work harder, um, and they just climb that ladder. And unfortunately we want to make sure that that ladder is up against the right mansion that you want to be on. Right. So let's tap into the ADHD brain and the struggle with emotional regulation, because it is a real deal. My friends, now people with neurodiversity are easily flooded. They tend to be highly emotional and they have a low frustration tolerance. And so in this period of heightened emotions, it's really no wonder that for anyone really that those emotional facets of our brains make coping feel very overwhelming as well. And the ADHD brain struggles to regulate the arousal states as well. So brain scans actually show that ADHD minds can sometimes be hyper aroused or hypo aroused, meaning you're, you're just kind of can't get moving, right? Have you ever felt that? Or you're super hyper aroused. It doesn't mean that you're ADHD hyper, but it just means that you're in the elevated energetic state in the mind. You're in that hyper arousal state. The energy is really high and activated. So it explains why individuals with neurodiversity fall asleep when they're really under-stimulated. And it's not about fatigue really at all, or freeze up perhaps when overstimulated, because the issue is that our arousal states are also dramatically and drastically impacted by stress. So you think of that tolerance level, you're really way above it or you're way below it. And that's the way of the body's coping mechanisms, how it's neurobiologically wired. Now, the ADHD mind and our 
you know, stress mind also has a tendency to really wander a lot and where neurotypical brains, what we call normal, which I totally disagree with. I think we're all normal. We just have different wirings. The default mode network, that background, that stream of consciousness chatter actually shuts off when engaging in a task. So we call that the default mode network and the task positive network. I explain it like this, especially with my hypnotherapy clients. And when you're in that front of that conscious brain, if you tap on your forehead right now, you're in that task positive network, you're focused, you're in motion of getting something consciously and focused and you're getting it done where the default mode network, you're in the back of the brain and you're kind of ruminating. So, you know, for the brain, that switch doesn't really happen so smoothly. So our minds can kind of get stuck in that default mode network where you're just kind of ruminating or you're daydreaming, or you're in a space of anxiety. And especially when we're in already high levels of a stress, the brain just stays back there. It has a hard time moving up into taking action. And so to better understand why these stressors are particularly paralyzing even more so with a neurodiverse mind is that we can relatively relate it to what we call a new concept, but it's not new in the world of neuroscience and psychology, which is the polyvagal and window of tolerance theory. Um, now, Somatic therapy can also be put in this. I use the polyvagal um, in all of my practices, and I can now start to sense when people are in those states. It's almost like a ladder. You're going up the ladder and down the ladder. And so there's this window of tolerance. And the polyvagal theory is really in part that we all inhabit neutral like spaces in which we feel we're present, we're content, we're really able to be with you, we're able to engage and we're what we call our quote unquote hashtag best self. Now, in so many terms, we are on in this optimal state, which requires us to feel some level of safety, keyword safety and comfort. And in the language of polyvagal theory, this window is called the ventral vagal state. Now the vagal refers to the vagus nerve. It runs from the brainstem down to the gut and it expands out and is basically your nervous system that either turns on inflammation or brings down inflammation, turns up the hyperarousal or hypo arousal. And each of those ends of tolerance are in that zone of hyper or hypo. And when we experience stress as we are now in many of our lives, especially around the holidays and moving into the new year and post new year, we go into this hyper arousal zone. And this is where that sympathetic nervous system is activated and our fight or flight responses are triggered. So sympathetic fight or flight triggered response. And in this zone, we feel anxious. We're reactive. We get triggered. We're irritable all of the above, right? In the bodily sense, in that primitive brain, my friendly hunters were threatened. So when we spend more time in this heightened state and can't seem to escape our stressors as if it's happening right now from a past trauma, or you just can't escape that we go into flooding, we go into overwhelm. And this is when we enter the zone of hyper arousal. 
or I should say hypoarousal. Hyperarousal is in the activated, elevated fight or flight. And hypo, so this is a really good way to remember it, hypo, you think lethargic, you're going to go to the bottom, right? So you go into that escape and that hypo arousal. And that's what we call the dorsal vagal freeze state. So we can really look at this zone and we can get into this zone of protective path of last resort. So what we do is when we go low, we numb out, we feel disassociated, we're unable to act, we effectively just shut down. So hypo shut down dorsal vagal freeze, hyper arousal, fight or flight, upper anxiety, high energy. Got it? So this is all about that window of tolerance. So if you were to look at, you know, a graph and you can go ahead and Google the window of tolerance, that zone of hyperarousal on the higher end, which would, let's give it the color red so you can visualize it. It's that fight or flight sympathetic nervous system. It's activated. There's anxiety here. There's impulsivity. There's reactivity. You're feeling threatened, which is super appropriate when you feel threatened, Right. But in this state, we can't, we can't connect with other people. Now, in that window of tolerance where we're neutral, where let's just call it the green color, we're really present and engaged. We're in that task-positive network. We're able to access our creativity and our problem-solving. We're really connected, and we're safe, and we're social. Now, when we move into that compensating zone of hypo-arousal, we're freezing into that dorsal vagal. And we're numbing out, we're shutting down, we're protecting ourselves, right? We're disconnected from our own self and others, and we can't act. So the brain, even without a situation like we've had in two years, sure seems to bounce frequently between these two zones, especially if you have ADHD. And we tend to really gravitate to the hyper arousal space because it really satisfies that craving that we have for that's right. Stimulation. Love you dopamine. And because we are really struggling with that emotional regulation, it can be really, really hard because we're often able to return to that neutral window. And we do our best to avoid that zone of hypo arousal. We do not want to be bored. We do not want to be, you know, as the, many people will say people with ADHD are lazy, totally not true. Right now there is states where you can move into that hypo arousal. Those are compensating behaviors. And sometimes neurobiologically, that state is sometimes a wired effect, but we tend to be more on that hyper state, that high frequency energy. So something here also to remember energetically is that we are really facing a collective trauma. We are bringing in the essence of we are all in this ocean. We're each a wave of our own expression, but we are truly collectively experiencing this collective trauma. So, you know, all of that is also to be really, really, um, just really attuned to because we're sharing that. And that's why it's good to go into your heart chakra, into your heart and heart brain, and really practice putting your hands over your heart, doing deep breathing and disconnecting from what is not yours and really owning and asking yourself the curious questions. 
what is mine? And if I'm feeling this sensation of, of uh, imbalance, maybe asking, is that mine? Is that for me to own? Right. And really the essence here is to find our way back to that window of tolerance, the polyvagal window of tolerance, where we stress that shift, that stress response back into that window of tolerance. And I really wanted to share what that hyper and hypo state is, how we tend to fluctuate in those a little bit more intensely because we feel more intensely and how to start to self-regulate getting yourself back into that middle line, that hypo arousal. So with that said, I want you to just take this pause and this notice, right? Another name for pausing is mindfulness, (laughs) whatever works for you. Doesn't need to be a meditation. But what works for you to get yourself back out of those stimuluses, where the choice lies? And I do a really lovely exercises in my hypnotherapy. So if you ever want help with this, I can help you bring yourself back into consciousness. And we also know the work of Gabor Mate. And oftentimes, you know, especially those with ADHD, um, I talk a lot about the hunter farmer theory. And also those that have energy drained from past trauma that is unresolved, that actually makes you feel like you have ADHD, but irregardless of whatever the causation, right? The cause effect going into the polarities of the universal law. I always want to be on the cause side versus the effect. So the more conscious we are, the more we can unload and release those traumas. Now they never fully go away, but you're aware of how you are tolerant to them and react to them. And that's okay. It's part of your story. There's nothing to suppress and move and try to dissect and cut off. Because again, that's going back into a trauma response. We integrate. Now the ADHD brain, as we know, does not automatically do well in putting on the brakes. But when we practice pausing, We are able to create the space, become conscious, make the unconscious conscious and regulate and reason against those stressors. So the last thing I wanted to share is all about safety. As a woman, as someone that has been taken from many times, both financially, physically, there are many areas in our lives where we have not had safety, especially going back to the household but I want to tell you you're safe here right now. You're safe here with me and creating safety. We feel safest in that window of tolerance. So creating that sense of safety in your ecosystem, when you're weathering different storms can help our mind regain that needed recovery and also that sense of control. And there are three areas to focus on when thinking about safety. Okay. There's emotional and mental safety. So with pausing, we're creating that emotional and mental safety, meaning we're literally taking time and space to regulate. Super important. I create that in my um, group coaching programs where we are literally getting together to co-regulate, to talk, to brainstorm. And it, it, it drains that flood, that flooded feeling. And it helps our nervous system come back down 
And it's so crucial to work into our days, those fragments of time with ourselves, right? So also that can bring in a lot of play too. So environmental safety or ecosystem, physically changing your space, creating a timeout area in your home, away from the kids, um, setting boundaries around social media, uh, the news, that is environmental safety. What is safe to you? So start thinking about stress in your home environment or work environment. And what does that look like for you? Uh, colors, making sure there's unstimulating colors and blues and whites and grays and just really brings you into that warmth. And the last piece here is really relational safety. And we need to create that time and space for ourselves without being tied to our children, to spouses, to work, right? Doing this is really, really hard, especially for women because we're socialized. We're, we're really people pleasers, right? We keep the peace amongst our world. God bless you, women. We, we save the world from the most dramatic events underneath, you know, the guise of capitalism sometimes, but I am not a anti-capitalist. I'm actually everything around capitalism, but so that we can restore capitalism, meaning equal and fair trade for what you give and what you get. And I believe that we're on our way to that, but that's another podcast. And that's a whole nother dialogue around economics, um, spirituality and frequency, but Relational safety. So telling your kids or your partner or others when you're creating space for yourself is both uh, inquiring your nervous system and also sharing your ecosystem that you are now taking a time out, right? So it is an active, it's, it's very intentional. And so you're not just walking away. You're not just closing the door, but you're helping your own nervous system and your relationship with others understand your relational safety and timeouts that you need. Oh my goodness. All right. So last but not least, I am a biohacker at heart. Um, and there are some wonderful studies. If you go back in the Awaken Beauty podcast and go back to the polyvagal uh, interview that I've done, it talks a little bit more on how to engage the polyvagal nervous system. Simple, simple things, my friends. So for mind-body activities to really bring in that somatic experience and that body sensation to really snap that stress response back into the new neutrality is take a cold shower, do a body scan, pay attention where your body feels that tension and try to bring those good and flooded good memories into that spot and ground them down into the universe. Deep breathing stimulates the vagus nerve. So focusing on long, strong exhales really activates it. So hold it as long as you possibly can seven to counts as possible and just release that exhale as long as you can. And then grounding yourself in sensory experiences, wrapping yourself in a weighted blanket or walking barefoot on the grass and getting those positive and negative ions, practicing gentle movement like dancing and stretching and qigong and slow walks. And last but not least, to seek positive stimulation, cooking, gardening. I really love massage. It activates my oxytocin right? And for ADHD people, my friends in particular, it's essential 
to keep that dopamine flowing in healthier ways that aren't going into that hyper stimulation, right? It becomes an addict of always wanting to then fleet, which then becomes an addiction of that dopamine that hit to get us into um, that state of relief. And it's a short term of relief, um, but it, it doesn't pay us off long term, my friends. It just burns us out. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed uh, a different view around what that really looks like as far as the introduction to the polyvagal nervous system. And I will absolutely be sharing more of this in the future. And we'll be going over that full ladder of what that ventral nervous system looks like. And, um, this is just, it's not cutting edge science it has been around for a while, but it's really important that we understand the implications. Now I do have a, another, um, podcast on the polyvagal nervous system as well on the awaken beauty podcast. Um, but if you have any questions or you need any additional support, please do reach out to me. Um, and and I'm sending you all of my love. I'm sending you all of my light. And I truly do believe that we are conscious light beings and we can absolutely um, overcome whatever brain irregularities we have, whether it's ADHD, stress, trauma. Uh, we're not made to freeze. We're not made to live in flight. We're not made to live in freeze or fawn or, or any of these other four F's, right? We're really meant to live consciously. And so that nervous system, we are all survivors, right? And this does come down to the sincere self-love when it comes to the toll of our physical and mental health. And so please reach out for support. Um, please reach out to someone that is either licensed or understands these different ways of somatically experiencing um, the top dorsal vagal, the sympathetic, which is in that middle range, and that ventral vagal, which is on that low part, where we can start to really regulate and deactivate that stimulation that really deteriorates our health. So all my love, all my light, we'll see you on the next one. Hello, Awaken Beauty. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Were you inspired? Please leave a comment or your own personal aha moment so others can capture exactly what you did. Also, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you're interested in high quality natural products for your hair, skin, and wellness, including organic, CBD, please visit evokebeauty.com. Again, that is evokebeauty.com, E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com. And until next time, darling, stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. <laughs>